Today's topic of discussion is as follows. One, is black culture empowering? Two, South, Afri South African pastor attempted to poison thousands of blacks. Three, the importance of forming an international alliance with Africa. And four, two upcoming rappers were killed. Our first topic is black culture empowering. The main problem with black millennials and Generation Z is that they don't want to build anything nor own any anything, yet they complain that we don't have many black businesses in the black community. What I'm trying to teach our people is that we have to denounce this Willie Lynch mentality among our people before we can move forward. Secondly, we have to separate ourselves from off-code Negroes, hardened criminals, urban terrorists, active gang members, pedophiles, and rapists. In the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, we will teach our members and students group economics. As I mentioned in my revised book, group economics is when a collective group pulls their, their money together to benefit a common interest. The benefits of practicing group economics is it helps black businesses employ black people within our community, close the racial wealth gap, and economically empower black families. Group economics is when a collective group pulls their money together to benefit a common interest. A great example of group economics was Black Wall Street, a district in Tulsa, Oklahoma, founded and developed by African Americans that grew and flourished as a Black economic hub. The answer surrounding the need of group economics has been more widespread. For example, several NBA players wore jerseys with social justice messages to shed light on the racial injustices happening in black communities. Those messages include the words of, quote, Black Lives Matters and equality, unquote. People who practice group economics band together for one or more reasons, including building generational wealth and providing economic support for their communities. When you implement group economics into your lifestyle, you make a conscious effort to financially support one another's common endeavors. Below are five ways to practice group economics to support Black-owned businesses. Number one, buy every everyday items from Black-owned businesses. When you purchase an item from a Black-owned company, you help that business feed and empower its community. You are also helping black businesses employ black people within the community, close the racial wealth gap, and economically empower more black families and individuals. To support these businesses, you can start by buying your everyday items like food, toothpaste, hair care products, and clothing. Once we're established in Chicago, we will create our own website so that we can sell our products across the United States and eventually around the globe. Two, having an investment group. An investment group 
refers to a self-managed group of individuals who meet for the purpose of investing their money into a common fund, such as real estate or the stock market. In God's timing, Gurkai of Chicago will buy property in Chicago and in Africa so that our members and students can have an option as to remain in the same community or relocate to Africa or the Caribbean or Brazil to raise their family. One common mis misconception about investment clubs is that they will allow the members to earn money in a short time while also helping them to get rich quickly. However, if you're considering starting an investment club, you and the members should take it seriously. They are forming, formed on the foundation of practicing group economics to build wealth among its members. Three, share Black-owned products and services online. Word of mouth is one of the most powerful and effective marketing tools. When you share Black-owned companies online, you attract a familiar audience like family and friends who are more likely to buy Black-owned products or services due to the information coming from a trustworthy and valuable source. If you and the people in your network decide to buy those products and services, they will help increase its revenue. With more income for Black businesses, they can hire more Black people in the community, add more resources, and scale their business faster. Hire Number four, hire and upskill black employees. Hiring black employees will help close the racial wealth gap within the job market. Additionally, allowing employees to, to further educate them, themselves through training, certification classes, or obtaining a degree and a specialized skill generally show, shows that the company cares about its employees' personal and work development growth. When you hire or upskill your employees, it will allow them to grow within the company. Number five, purchase a home from a black real estate agent. What's the number one source of personal wealth in America? The answer is home ownership. Although redlining is illegal now, it was common for mortgage lenders to deny individuals and family families mortgage loans based on race. This allowed a massive racial wealth gap because black people were unable to buy homes. Moreover, even if black people were lucky, lucky enough to buy a home, the redlining neighborhoods would decrease the overall property value. In Grecayo, Chicago, we would teach our members and students about financial literacy. Financial literacy is the knowledge of various financial skills. These skills include creating a budget, understanding how credit works, and saving for retirement. Financial literacy includes understanding stocks, bonds, and creating an investment plan. Our ancestors were fortunate, fortunate enough to have survived nearly four centuries of American slavery and Jim Crow semi-slavery without having a vision. Our ancestors wanted freedom, justice, and equality. Today, Black Americans need tangibles and resources. Moses had a vision for his people that drove them through obstacles to envision 
the promised land. Moses had a vision, not a dream. Like Moses, I have a vision and a plan for my people who are trapped in American ghettos. I lack two things, the manpower and the capital to turn my vision into a reality. This is why I created my social groups and my online talk show in order to broadcast my vision to other like-minded black people, African people, and others, as well as to recruit brave and smart people to join our cause, help stop the genocide in American ghettos. All I have at this time is my faith, my revised book, and my virtual store in order to generate capital so that I can get the grassroots community activist institute of chicago up and running but my revised book is barely selling and i only made one thousand dollars from my virtual store this is why i created a gofundme page in order to help raise funds for our film project the proceeds from the film will will, will help put me in a better position financially to purchase property in chicago buy office equipment and hire qualified black professionals black middle-class professionals who will make sure that this business will be effective and successful for years to come. This film project is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group in America. 30 years of rejection by black America has not stopped me from doing what I was called to do for my people. Since black America has rejected the vision and plan, my, my business will be membership based. However, my vision goes beyond Black America. I also have a vision for Africa. Once I am able to get the Kai of Chicago established in America, we plan on hosting African tours with people from my African group called the Kai of Africa, starting in South Africa. I will bring the best of the diaspora to reconnect with continental Africans. I will lead by example by applying for dual citizenship. I will set up we will set up a chapter in south africa and we will match african entrepreneurs with black entrepreneurs and african artists with black artists we will expand our christian business to nine to nine other african nations through this business we plan on doing international trade among ourselves and with others this will help improve the black community and improve the African slums. In my vision, we will do things accordingly in this generation. By 2050, DAS, descendants of American slaves, will lead the world in economic development through Burkai of Chicago and Burkai of Africa. A vision is the ability to plan the future with imagination and wisdom. And a dream is a series of images and sensations occurring in a person's mind during sleep. Jews remain, Jews today remain committed to Moses' vision of a powerful, self-sufficient religious group for thousands of years after their exit from Egypt. Israel is politically and economically powerful because of Moses' vision. If only black America would embrace my vision and plan, then we would see a big turnaround in our communities nationwide. Poor European immigrants came to the United States of America with a vision of explorating Indian land while using free black labor. 
This vision resulted in building the world's greatest superpower. Latinos have a vision to to come to America in order to improve their quality of life. According to William B. Flores, in his book, quote, Latino Cultural Citizenship, unquote, Hispanics are becoming are coming to America with a vision of becoming the majority minority over black people. While black Americans continue to fall under the illusion of a black and brown coalition, Hispanics are working to have their cultural rights equal equated to black legal rights. The Hispanic group will surpass the black population and change the political focus from black issues to Hispanic and white issues. Eventually, they will have economic and political power across major geographic areas in America. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page on and on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our second topic, white South African pastor attempted to poison thousands of blacks. I found an article from the Washington Post entitled, quote, South African pastor found guilty of treason, racist plot, unquote. I posted a full article on my medium transcript under show and prove. A South African pastor has been convicted of plotting to overthrow the government and invoking a national insurrection. The article said that the clergy clergyman devised a scheme of opening open genocide hoping to kill thousands of black people. Those white supremacists wanted want South Africa to go back to being under apartheid. Reverend Harry Johannes, leader of the National Christian Resistance Movement, was found guilty by the Middleburg High Court on five charges related to conspiracy to commit treason and overthrowing the government. The court noted he used his platform as a religious leader to recruit and incite others to commit violent acts. The the prosecutor said one of his official charge was a convention of protection of the Constitution, Democracy Against Terrorism, and Related Matters Act. One of the acts is his right-wing organization was to use biological weapons to infect and kill black people, including the poisoning of water reserves supplying black communities, according to the prosecution. The court also found him guilty of unlawful possession of firearms by the Middleburg High Court. Weapons and ammunition were found when he was arrested in Middleburg, a small town in the eastern province. The plot by the pastor's group was foiled in 2019 by South African's police and intelligence services who have since dismantled the organization's sales across various parts of the country and arrested some of its leaders. 
The prosecutor alleged that the white supremacist mission was motivated by his highly racial views and that he sought to justify his beliefs on religious grounds, claiming that he was ordained to, quote, re reclaim South Africa for white people, unquote. Brothers and sisters in South Africa, black Americans have been dealing with the white supremacists for 403 years. They do not like taking orders from black people or follow laws black people create. They feel they have the authority to oppress you. I believe the greatest mistake Nelson Mandela made was not bro bro brokening a deal with the Netherlands to take back their citizens to their homeland. We did not invite Europeans to our land. They imposed themselves. Y'all need to also watch out for Afroform, which is a white supremacist organization in South Africa. Y'all are the majority. You cannot continue to allow Afroform to do the things they are doing. They are linking up with other white supremacist organizations plotting in these rural areas so they can commit attacks against black people and the government. Afroform should not be allowed in South Africa. You have to put aside your differences and unify as one group. Y'all better heed to what I am telling you. Spread this information with your friends and those in government positions. White supremacy is a threat to black people worldwide. I feel led to come to South Africa because we have a shared history. You all dealt with the legacy of apartheid while we dealt with Jim Crow and the legacy of American slavery. I'm asking South Africans to please support our film project so that we can get the Kai of Chicago up and running in America. Then I will be in a better position financially to come to South Africa and shoot our next film entitled African Liberator, Battle Against the Colonized Mindset. The film will be a docudrama about how to, how to heal from a colonized mindset. A colonized mindset is the internal, internalized attitude of a cultural inferiority felt by people as a result of colonization. Um being colonized by another group of people. It corresponds with the belief that the culture, cultural values of the colonizers are inherently superior to those who were colonized. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our third topic, the importance of forming an international alliance with Africa. Unity is the antidote to slavery. I need my group members from Gurkai of Africa to do better. If you are serious about me bringing the diaspora to your country, remember what I always post in the group. This is going to be a mutually beneficial alliance. Black Americans collectively has a spending power of $1 trillion. That would help your economy big time. 
but if you refuse to come on my show or leave a public comment on my Facebook page or on my YouTube page, then we will not visit your country. I'm asking all of my group members from Gurkai of Africa who live in South Africa, Liberia, Ivory Coast, Ghana, Angola, Nigeria, Kenya, Ethiopia, Tanzania, and Uganda. Please try to participate on this podcast. If you are unable to call in, then please leave a public comment about the topic on my Facebook page or on my YouTube page. If you can support our film project, then do so. Also tell your family or friends from your country who reside in Canada, Europe, or in the United States of America about me and about our film project. This will help get the ball rolling. The financial elites have done a number on us. First, they enslaved our ancestors. They imposed Jim Crow on us and now have pretty much destroyed the black family structure through government programs and the mainstream media. Welfare assistance was a cunning device to divide the black family. Unfortunately, black women fell for the trap. This podcast is a way to help black people and black families by giving us a voice. We are also using this podcast to reconnect with the global African family. We have access to all this technology. There's no one stopping us from working together. This is why our film project is so important, especially in this day and age. I cannot move Gurkham from behind a computer alone. It takes a team to make a dream work. We have to reclaim our neighborhoods and strengthen the black family at the local level. We have to pull our resources in, together in order to build up our economic base, which is the black community. I only want to connect with other like-minded black people, African people, Caribbean people, Brazilian people, and others who are serious about working with me and turning my vision and plan into a reality. I don't want to be online another 30 years reaching out to people who care less about our children who are trapped in American ghettos. I long to be on the continent working with Africans that want more out of life and that is willing to work with me in building up Africa for African people and the diaspora. There are many black people among us who are a cancer to the black race and we have to separate ourselves from them. Otherwise, they will destroy our children. My question to my listeners on Facebook, I have been on Facebook for 18 years. Tell me, have black America become better or worse? As far as I'm concerned, there's a degradation in the black community. Things are getting worse. America and Europe owe a blood debt for all of the atrocities they did to African people. People like me was screaming foul in the black community during the crack epidemic of the 80s. Now that fentanyl and opioids are hitting the white community, the drug laws have changed from being a crime to now being a public health issue. In Rakaio, Chicago, we want black experts who specialize in accounting, housing, spiritual development, law, real estate, healthcare, educators, grant writers, etc., who will work with me and 
work with the community residents who are serious about partnering with us. This is more than just a new business endeavor. This will be a new system where we will focus on paying black women the same amount we pay black men who have the same qualification for the position. Kukai of Chicago is about using a 21st century technology to solve our social problems, both on the domestic front and also on an international front. We want to meet the need of the community while having an international connection with our global African family. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. The fourth topic, two upcoming rappers were killed. We're going to discuss some serious issues that that has been going on across the United States of America that many black people don't want to talk about, and that is the killing of our young black men by other black men. I heard about the murder of an Atlanta, Atlanta rapper by the name of Trouble. We also had a murder of a rapper here in Chicago by the name of FBG Cash. The genocide of our young black men in America is unacceptable. The critics want to deflect and start talking about the conditions. I was told that once the orange man was voted out of office, then things in America would improve. I knew that was just a lie the Democrats told black voters, but I warned black America before the 2020 election not to vote for the Democrats because Biden had a bad track record with black people, and yet they voted for him 80%, and now look at the mess we are in. Black Lives Matter is nowhere to be found. All of our so-called black leaders are nowhere to be found. The main problem in black America is the lack of morality and dysfunctional behavior. Black people talk about how we built the pyramids and how we built America, but when it comes to solving the issues in black America, all I hear is excuses, deflections, but no one wants to explain why we are acting so barbaric towards one another. Black people defend criminals more than they do the people who are trying to make a difference in the black community. My promise to my active group members, you will never have to endure such foolishness I, that I had to go through just to do something positive in the black community. I don't want to be bogged down with trying to get black Americans to work with me. This is why I wrote my story so that I can get this business up and running. But like I said, my revised book is barely selling. This is why I am reaching out to our global African family to work with me and speeding up the process so that we can get Burkai of Chicago up and running. Then I can come to Africa and set up the business on the continent. I also want to be able to offer tangibles and employ employment to my group members from Gurkai of Africa. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, Share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. I'm going to open up the phone lines and, um, you know, I'll wait around for 15 minutes. If I don't hear from anyone, then we're going to call it a day.
All right, I think I have a caller. Like what they do now. 